0: Welcome back to the Going Going Gunner podcast brought to you by Your Party Station Z89. This is episode 27 part 1. We're going to be breaking down the NFL draft from the New Orleans Saints perspective. We'll be breaking down each pick for the Saints and then we'll be giving our favorite draft classes, our least favorite draft class, some picks we didn't like in the first round and breaking down sort of what we predicted versus what actually happened in the first round of the NFL draft. I'm Arjun joined by your co- by my co-host Kyle. Uh, you can catch us on Twitter at gggunerpod. Um, So we'll start off with the New Orleans Saints, obviously. This is a Saints podcast. We're going to break down every pick, pick by pick, and go through um, how we think our draft went.
1: Yeah, so the draft was a very strange one from the Saints. It was a very New Orleans Saints draft class in the perspective of we didn't have any flashy picks. We didn't do anything crazy. There were some interesting picks we we'll got to, uh, but nothing insane. So, first round, uh, the Saints picked at 28, uh, much maligned to the speculation that they would trade up into the top 15, top 10, even uh, to take most likely a corner, maybe even a quarterback, who knows. Uh, we'll discuss that more in a bit. But they took at 28 a defensive end from Houston named Peyton Turner, uh, who I did not know much on. Um, but after doing research, it was predicted he would go 20 to 40, somewhere in that range. Uh, Because he's high athleticism a very good player. He's a as hard a worker as they get He has risen up draft boards huge in the past week or two before the draft Um, To him going 28 was not a shock to most people. It was a shock to what team but not where he'd go Um, To me this signifies we are trying to get a partner for Cam Jordan because the Marcus Davenport experiment has not gone How Sean Payton planned it when he traded up for him so this, to me, signifies Turner's going to be the opposite of Cam Jordan sidewise.
0: And we we needed a replacement for Trey Hendrickson, who has headed over to the Bengals over the offseason, who had a fantastic season last year, was so good alongside Cam Jordan. Where Cam Jordan maybe wasn't performing as well as he usually does, Trey Hendrickson picked up the slack. Um, it's not my favorite pick, I'll be very honest, because I don't think Edge was our most pressing need. Obviously, there were a lot of corners that went off the board before we picked at twenty eight. uh JC Horn, Patrick Sertan, obviously those guys were gonna go probably top ten top 12, but Greg Newsom was two picks away and that that that's what hurts. Greg Newsom was two picks away. Caleb Farley was taken by the Titans where sort of twenty two. Pe- yeah. people thought he would go because you know the the rumors were that if the Saints wanted to grab either Farley or Newsom, we'd have to trade up above twenty two to grab him. and Farley was taken. At 22 those I mean Horn and Sertan are on their own tier and then right under them was Farley and Newsome So I get that there was not a cornerback that we liked right there
1: And we'll discuss this more as well when we get to the just general first round and how it went and what happened There was a lot that shook out to why the Saints did not trade up for a corner And there's a lot of reasoning why certain things happen and we'll discuss that more when we get there um so for me, I I am, I am don't want to put the jury out on Peyton Turner, obviously. It's way too early. He's a rookie. We got to give him time. He's been given comparisons to Cam Jordan, which I think was quite interesting to see, that if we have two of him on either side, I would not be opposed to that. Um, two all-pro pro bowlers would not be a, sh- a bad thing in the world. Um, I'm intrigued to see how the rotation looks. He also could play through the middle. He is a big dude. So we could play almost through the middle as a uh, second DT rotating, as a three-man rotating in and out. So I'm very interested to see how this works. Um, but Turner was our first-round pick, and oh, obviously we hope to trade up to get a corner. Um, it, it, it didn't turn out how we thought it would. As you said, DE was not our biggest need. It was a need, but not number one, number two, number three for us. Um, but I'm interested to see how this works.
0: And I'll, I'll, I'll say one more thing, and then i want each of us to give a grade on each pick. So for the for this one, I say edge wasn't our biggest need because obviously we have Marcus, Marcus Davenport. You said maybe Sean Payton, the experiment, didn't go how we liked. We got Tano Passignon in, in the offseason from the Chiefs, who will probably be a rotation player now that Turner was picked. It's why I didn't like the edge pick, because maybe we weren't as high on Rashad Bateman, for example, as other teams were. Wide receiver. Wide receiver was definitely a
1: need we had. I mean, Bateman went right before us as well, by the way. (laughs) He went 27. He went 27 to the Ravens. Uh, we could have, <laughs> we could have gone for someone like Elijah Moore yes. was there. Terrence yeah, oh, Marshall. We're... There was a few receiver options. Rondell Moore even.
0: Yeah. Um, I mean, Rondell Moore was someone who who you know could fit in our offense. A, a, ga- a sort of gadget player like and, Deontay Harris.
1: And someone that I thought we were going to take based on who was left because he slipped down the boards was Jeremiah Owusu-Koromoa, mm-hmm. Which the reason slipped down the boards, as we found out, actually earlier today or yesterday, I forget which day. Uh, that he had a heart condition that was found, um, which is why he slipped down the boards, that it is not a big issue. He was cleared medically, thank God, um, hoping he recovers and is perfectly fine Absolutely. to play for the Browns, who took him 52. Um, but he slipped down the boards because of that. And everyone was shocked that going into that pick, as soon as Bateman went and as soon as Newsom went, I said, okay, I, okay." I,
0: I thought I thought it was going to be
1: him. We uh, were both I, in a the Boomer Bust chat with Tate and Nick. <laughs> Saying Jok, it's got to be him. Linebacker fit a need we have. He's going to be great next to Mario Davis. Going to be awesome. And he slipped, and we took uh, Peyton Turner instead. I mean,
0: now, now that we know why he slipped, I guess I'm I'm more at ease about yeah. us not taking him. Um, again, not um, not anything against Peyton Turner. Uh, I'm sure he he's a great player, but again, not my favorite um, pick based off team need. I'll give it a B minus.
1: I'm gonna give it a B plus. I'm going to be a bit more optimistic B plus a like 89 overall, because for me looking at who was left, where yes, I would have loved a Tyson Campbell or even an Eric Stokes. I think it was too high for one of them to be taken. And I think if you're Sean Payton, you take the gamble at 28 on Turner, which he did. And then the later draft choices make up for that. And we'll get to the rest in a second. But because of taking Turner, I think he have the plan. And they have the plan of who they wanted later on, which makes up for the not taking your biggest need there. Mm-hmm. And if Turner works out, it becomes huge. Because right now, we've got Turner, Krasignan, and uh, Davenport on the right, and Jordan, and we've got Granderson on the left, mm-hmm. DE-wise. And we have a few other players there as well, but those are the main five. Krasignan can rotate it side to side. Turner... And Jordan will be my day one starters with Davenport and Granderson rotating in with Casn as well. So I'm personally fine with it. I think it's a, I'm gonna give a B plus could have been better. Yes, but the picks we had at that spot, I don't think it could have been. Um, that the other des taken afterwards were Rousseau, OA, and Tryon. I wouldn't have preferred either of those three after that spot, so it is what it is. Um but for now, it's fine. Um, but getting on to the Saints second pick uh, the Saints in the second round at the 60 slot where we were slated to pick regardless We kept that pick We took a linebacker making up for not taking JOK when he was available at third at 28 We ended up taking Pete Werner uh, linebacker from Ohio State a very Saints player.
0: Yes absolutely. A,
1: a, That is that is how we will describe Pete Werner. He's a very Saints player uh, just before us, Marshall was taken, Terrence Marshall, and 2 2 Atwell also taken right before us, along with Eskridge. So, receivers, not an option. J.O.K. was gone, 52 from the Browns. Um, Rondell Moore also was gone. Asante Samuel Jr. went to the Chargers. That was an amazing pick for the Chargers. If he'd fall, fallen to us, I would have loved that. Um, didn't get him. There was not many players after that that have been like, oh, we just try and go for this player. Um, There wasn't a lot that fit us at that spot. Maybe St. Just, uh, the corner from Minnesota, but he fell to 74. uh, And a few other players here or there that I was like, interesting. But I'm fine with Werner. He's a Saints player. He will fit at linebacker nicely. We got a lot of OSU dudes. Got a lot of Buckeyes on the team now. I'm fine with it. I
0: think it's a good pick. And um, I was really hoping Nick Bolton fell to us at 60. He was taken at 50. Yeah, that was who I who I had my eye on um, when it came to linebackers when it came to corners. You you mentioned pretty much the corners that we were looking at, I guess in that in that range. I think a linebacker obviously fills a team need. I'll give it a B plus. I, I think yeah. I think Werner um, may not have been the best pick at, at, at 60 Um Maybe we reached a little um for him, but um I, I think B plus is a fair fair judgment for him. And and, and if he works, I think this guy yeah. could be really good alongside Demario Davis. I hope Zach Bond still gets a shot because he still could be. Well um, what the I guy think is gonna us. happen
1: is gonna be it's gonna be uh it's gonna be Pete Werner taking kind of what Bond's role was last year, but to a bigger level. Mm-hmm. That Bond will end up being LB2 and Werner will be LB two point five versus uh, just, Bond just, was the linebacker three last year. I just year. hope
0: Zach Bond he barely got any snaps last year. Well, he also Anzalone and, Anzalone
1: and, 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 and Alexander, Alexander were there, but now neither is. Yeah, so that that leaves a big hole for Bond yeah. and Werner to I fill. I
0: hope I hope Zach Bond you know what wasn't also a failed experiment like Marcus Davenport. I, may it's turn been, it's out to only be. been
1: one year for Bond. He's looked good on special teams. I yeah. think he's going to be here for a long time. We'll,
0: uh, we'll have to see on Zach Bond, and it, it'll be we'll have to see on Werner. Um, yeah, so, I. And I'm gonna I give, like. Yeah. I do like our linebacker core, though. I'll say alongside mm-hmm. Demario Davis, two guys like Bonn and Warner, I think could be really useful guys that can uh, go back in coverage as well. Um, smart pick.
1: B+. Yeah, smart pick. I'm going to give it an a minus. I'm a bit more positive than you are. I just think it felt the need we had. Not many players there, else I would have taken. Um, then you move to the third round, and this is where the Saints did the Saints. This is where our first trade came in. Um, it it was. It was one that, I I mean, personally, I we all knew the Saints were going to trade up. The Saints almost always trade up regardless. Um, that if the Saints don't trade up in a draft, I'm thoroughly shocked by it. I think you can probably agree on that. Mm-hmm. Uh, so the Saints uh, traded up. They traded picks 105 and 98 with the Denver Broncos to draft uh, Paulson Adebo, the cornerback from Stanford. Now, he looks good. I'm very positive on this one. And it filled the need we had that when we traded up, it was like, oh my gosh, trading up, it's got to be a corner, and it took corner, and I was happy with it.
0: Love this pick. Love, love, love this pick. Trading up for a team need, first of all. Our biggest team need, to say the least. Um, We took him at 76. There wasn't another cornerback taken until 99 with the Cowboys, which shows that there was a big gap, a big tier gap um, in the secondary. Agreed. We probably took the last um, third-round grade um cornerback that there was I mean um, there
1: was there was one more but he fell to 101 uh, Mil, uh yes, Ify Milifon, if the yeah, yeah. but I mean regardless. if he would have been a nice pick yes. but um
0: I think um love the pick I think the fact that we traded up for him also shows that we liked him um that that's whenever a team trades up to go get somebody especially when it's us I, I trust. I, I trust our scouts. I trust our coaching staff. I trust our GM. If we're trading up to go get somebody, I'm not going to complain unless you know there, there's a glaring issue with, with
1: it. Agreed. And I think you will also agree with this that he will be the left side and Lattimore will be the right side yep. of our corners. I think he's going to start. I'm giving this a solid A. Yes, solid too. A. Would I've wanted a, quarter, a corner earlier, preferably? Yes, but. Solid a good trade didn't give up too much to give up their two third rounders But clearly wanted him more than the rest of players that were left. So I was fine with it Um, And I feel like what would you give it a a so solid grade so far for the saints Um, And that brings us to our fourth round selection. Now. This is where things got fun for the saints Um, And we talked about it in our episode with Tate. We discussed the idea of the saints taking a quarterback We said at some point and I think I said it, that they would at some point draft a quarterback. It is not a matter of who, if, it is a matter of when. And the Saints in the fourth round took Ian Book out of Notre Dame at 133. Uh, was I shocked by this pick? Not really. I Quarterbacks started to go all of a sudden as soon as the fourth round started. Um, like It was a very strange run in the second, third rounds of quarterbacks that... The third round, you saw Kellen Mon and Davis Mills go 66-67. Trask went 64 to the Bucks. All of a sudden, quarterbacks started going, and the next one kind of off the board was just going to be Ian Book. Um, I wasn't as shocked as it by it as some people were, that some people were like, oh, that was too early, or oh, he's not going to work. I like it. I think it's a good experiment to bring him in. He can kind of do what Taysom Hill does, but possibly a better thrower, which I kind of like. Um, so bringing him in gives us a security behind Taysom and Jameis that if Taysom gets hurt, we're screwed. If Jameis gets hurt, Taysom got to fill-in, then Taysom's role is gone, but now Ian Book can go in that spot. So, I personally liked the pick. Um, there was a clear gap, I guess quarterback-wise, between Book and basically every other quarterback in this draft after him. Because um, I do do not believe another was taken. Uh, Sam Ellinger was. was taken 218, um, which was for anyone wondering, the end of round six. Um, so there was a big gap there. Um, so the Saints got their man in book. I'm gonna give it a B plus. I am personally very fine with it. Um it fills a possible it feels a need for the Saints at that backup kind of slot because of how Taysom Jameis, we don't know how they're gonna work. So it fills a good need we had, and fourth round, I wasn't mad at it. We've got the two needs we had ahead of time, Um, and for us, picking at 133, maybe we could have gone receiver. That may have been the other only thing we could have gone, but there wasn't anyone I was crazy about left at that point from the receiver slot. Uh, Maybe Smith-Marset, but even that, I would have been like stretching it a little bit. Um, Simi Faco was also there. Uh, Cornell Powell, but generally, wasn't mad at it. I was fine. I'll, I'll give it a B plus. I'll be very honest. I don't. Uh oh. Like why I, not? Why? I, let, me, let me hear why not.
0: I'm not a big fan of Ian Book. Um. Okay. I'm not a big fan of taking a quarterback. I guess I don't know. I I I think that there were more needs that. Besides wide receiver that could have been filled obviously we took an offensive tackle later on we'll talk about him, but I Think there were just better options on the board. Um, and I think Ian book obviously was the second to last quarterback taken in the draft besides Ellinger. I wouldn't have wanted Sam Ellinger. Agreed. Um, but I Don't know the more you talked about it the more I sort of warmed up to it a little because there were barely any wide receivers taken after L, after Book, sorry, until maybe around the 200 spot.
1: That, that's 70 picks. Yeah, and for us, I think—
0: But, I mean, I, if we're going to take an edge first round, something that's not a need, we could have taken something else that maybe wasn't a need, a player that we liked that wasn't Ian Book.
1: Well, I think I think the Saints plan— and they may have planned to take Book all along, and this might just be me spitballing here, but Tyland Wallace went two picks ahead of us to the Ravens. Mm-hmm. I think if he had fallen, it would have been Tylen Wallace here at 133 versus mm-hmm. Ian Book. I think if the if Town Wallace, the OK State receiver, fell, I would have loved that pick. Mm-hmm. He would have been great for us. Yeah. But because he did not get to us, Ian Book did. We took Ian Book. I think that's what happened.
0: I I don't know. I I still don't love it. Um, I'm going to give it a C plus. Okay. I, I think no. I gave Peyton Turner a B minus. I'm going to give Ian Book a C.
1: Okay. Um, Reasonable. I
0: think. I don't know. I I guess that there. If you're telling me that Ian Book was number one on the board for us there, um, not my favorite. Yeah. You know, um it's a very weird spot. Overall. So not I mean, we'll see how it goes. Yeah, Obviously, we'll see. We'll see how it goes. But um especially with Taysom and Jameis, and we've even got Trevor Simeon in that in that um quarterback room. Yeah. Uh Ian Book could very well be QB four.
1: I think he's gonna end up being the QB3 and he's yeah. gonna end up getting a lot more game time in the Taysom role than we think because he's a very stylistically he could play like Taysom. He's a huge guy who can run hard. I think he's gonna try and make him into Taysom's role because if Taysom becomes QB1, he's gonna want someone to fill that Taysom role and he's not gonna want Taysom to do that he's gonna take Ian Book to do that. So I think there's more upside to Ian Book than we're letting on. I'm gonna give it a B plus. Um... I like the choice. I like the I like the, the ingenuity there. And it, it means we have QB3. I love Simeon, but he's not QB3 for me. Um, so I'm fine with it. Uh, and that brings us, we skipped round five because we had no picks there. Uh, and in round six, we traded numbers 218 and 229. Moved up to pick 206 and took offensive tackle Landon Young from Kentucky. Uh, would you like to talk about him?
0: Um, I don't know much about him. Um, the fact we traded up to get him and... Offensive tackle, I think depth at that position is really important. Um, I think depth at guard would have been nicer. Um, but but uh, you go ahead,
1: Kyle. Well, Sean Payton said he thinks he'll end up being Ramcheck's backup. Okay. That he, he predicted he would play right tackle was what Sean Payton basically said. So if Ramcheck gets hurt, we have a right tackle fill-in I, immediately.
0: I, I mean, I, I can't complain. We traded up to take a guy that we liked. Um, that will serve as a backup for one of our best players. Um, you know, good value. Um, so I'll be plus.
1: I'm gonna. I'll say I'm gonna B plus this. Uh, B plus A minus. It's, I mean, solid pick. Gets a need we had. We needed well, I, I thought we were gonna take an all lineman somewhere in this draft. It's a Saints thing to do, and it adds more depth to a position we didn't have as much depth at as I hoped we would. Um, so I'm fine with it. Uh, and that brings the Saints to round seven where we had the fifth or fourth-to-last pick, I believe. Uh, to be exact, it was the fifth-to-last pick. And at that spot, we took South Alabama wide receiver Kawan Baker. Um, I've seen a bit of his tape. He is a speedy, speedy man. He's good. He's fast. He's got good hands. He is, Or he doesn't have good hands. That is his one downside. My bad. <laughs> the only downside he has, he is, he has a very tough time catching balls. But if there was one thing that you had to have an issue with. If he had the ability to catch balls, I think he'd end up being somewhere in the fifth, fourth, fourth round. I think he would have been higher based on how he looked. It's just he has an issue of dropping balls. But if there's anyone to be teammates with to learn how to catch balls and not drop them, Michael Thomas.
0: <laughs> and I mean, um, again, taking a wide receiver was something I really wanted us to do in this draft. Maybe I didn't want us to do it in the last round. Agreed. Um, but... Michael Thomas and Traquan Smith are the and, and Kawan Baker now are the only wide receivers on our roster that we drafted.
1: Which is um, funky.
0: Deontay Harris, Marquez Callaway, who will take a bigger role in this year for yep. sure. Deontay Harris, Marquez Callaway, Jawan Johnson, Lil Jordan Humphrey, all guys that we picked up in um, as undrafted free agents. So I mean the fact that we drafted this guy shows that maybe we like him a lot
1: and kawan baker even said and in his post drafted interview with the reporters is that he thought he was gonna end up being a udfa to the saints mm-hmm. that he was like i was ready to go to the saints learning they drafted me meant the world to me so he was coming here regardless and sean payton was like i'm gonna draft you i want you here let's do it and you know what i like it i'm giving it again a b plus yeah. b i a b i'll give it a b plus it he looks like a great player if his hands develop. We've got a good talent on our hands. I think uh, it's a matter of if it, it does. It,
0: it adds depth, um, but I would have liked someone to contend for Marquez Callaway's spot at, at wide receiver three. With with Baker, it looks like he'll be a firm wide receiver four behind Thomas Smith and Callaway. But I will but wide say receiver five also. Yes, to not to
1: but I also will say we had a lot of injury issues at wide receiver last year, so I'm just fine with it in general. Yeah. De- depth uh, is
0: always good, but yeah, with a need like wide receiver. Um, for us, especially with, with quarterbacks that haven't played all that much recently, you need to have reliable guys there. Um, so, I mean, with Michael Thomas and Traquan Smith, Thomas obviously one of the best wide receivers in the league. Smith, a guy that was taken in the third round, is also all reliable for us. And Callaway had a, had a decent rookie season, got hurt, will hopefully take a big role. But again, I would have liked to see someone who could have challenged Callaway for wide receiver three Harris obviously will be in in the mix somewhere. We I love Deontay Harris. We both do. Um, he'll get involved in that offense more um, with our receiving threats sort of being a bit more diminished with you know Jared Cook gone, with Emmanuel Sanders gone. Um, so you know I can't complain.
1: Uh, I'll give it a B. A solid solid B. So your overall draft grade, not including UDFA's, we'll get to in a second. Overall draft grade for the Saints, what would you give it? Uh, B. I will go B plus. I. I think there's a lot of upside here that if some of these picks pay off, it's a draft A plus A. It's just a matter of will they pay off, but I think the risk they took was not insane. Mm-hmm. I think the only one I'm most intrigued to see is besides Peyton Turner is a Devo. I'm yes. really interested to see a Devo how he pans out. Um, uh, I think
0: I think by far our first round pick was the riskiest, as it usually yes. is, as the by Saints far, do <laughs> with. I mean, taking an edge that maybe wasn't as high on guys' boards as, you know, maybe an Owe, maybe a Rousseau. Um, and, and also taking an edge, you know, that maybe doesn't fit our team needs as well. So, you know, that first round was the riskiest. Um, as it went on, obviously things get less risky, but that Adib, uh, that Adebo pick, I think, will make or break this draft. I think Agreed. Getting going up to get him makes me really confident in him. And cornerback, Lord knows, is a position we need... To, to fix.
1: Yes, and now as we discuss this, I want to get on the UDFAs, and we're going to run through the list here of the 11 undrafted free agents the Saints signed. Um, only Shaq Smith currently has signed officially, so he is the first official UDFA the Saints have signed. Shaq Smith was the first one We'll go off of him now, I guess. If I said it. Uh, Shaq Smith um, is a linebacker from Maryland. Um, solid year. Looks like a good linebacker. I personally support it. He looks good. Solid player. I'll take him. Um, next up, uh, we got Bryce Thompson, cornerback from Tennessee, 5'11". Uh, he was a Letterman starter. Uh, I Not much else I can say. He looks solid. Decent pick ratio. Uh, started most games for them. Um, I'm pretty fine with it. Again, I, I think I'll run through these real quick. Uh, we then had Lawrence Woods, a DB from Truman State which I am really interested to see how he pans out um, because he opted out last season. He's one of the opt outs to focus on beginning the NFL. So his draft stock may have fallen because of it, um, but he also uh, can be a returner. Um, he had a 87 year touchdown return um, in 2019. So he could be a very big kickoff person for us. If Deontay Harris goes down and I support that having a backup because Callaway is nice, but when he got hurt, it was done for. Um, you got safety Eric Burrell, who played with Zach Bond at at Wisco at Wisconsin. Um, our safety is a spot we need another player at. Um, we have one more we'll mention as well when we get to him, but I want to save him for last. Uh, so, Eric Burrell, I'm happy with it. Um, looks like a very solid player. Um, he was four letters. He started all seven games uh, this, of the 2020 2021 season. Very good player. I'm good with it. I feel like you can agree on that too. Uh, next up we go D line we got Josiah Bronson signed a big contract uh but a D lineman we need more of them Howie's happy for the rotation uh Mike Brown and Alex Hoffman on the O line uh first West Virginia guy uh Brown 63 big dude uh then Alex Hoffman the old the other O lineman from Carroll College um in Montgomery he is 66 295 which is a humongous mountain of a person and he's and to give like idea here. Brown is 6'3, 345. Hoffman is 6'6, 295. That is a large gap. Uh it is not a bad thing or at all, but that means Hoffman is a big guy. Uh and Hoffman also played for the Saints. It could be Carol Saints, the Carroll College Saints. So I support this. Uh we then have a running back, Stevie Scott from Indiana. Uh big 6'2 running back. Big guy. I like it. I'm interested by this one. Um then, an interesting pickup for the Saints, uh, Dylan Soner, uh, a tight end from Iowa State, who is heralded as one of the best blocking tight ends you could have taken in the draft, which adds we lost Josh Hill, we lost Jared Cooks, we lost some tight ends, we got one in alongside Vanette and Free Agency, so we got a lot of blocking tight ends, a lot of tight ends overall that I'm happy to support. Uh, and that leaves two players left that I've not discussed. We are, firstly, going to discuss... One of the two Syracuse players the Saints took in the UDFA UDFA slot. Uh, We took a player from Syracuse, the place we both go to school. uh, Hashtag punter you, as I claimed us. Uh, We took the Syracuse punter, Nolan Cooney. Um, Cooney was... A PFF, uh, PFF honorable mention All American, a third team All ACC honors, his first year as team's punter in 2020 because he was behind Hoffrichter, who was drafted seventh round last year by the Falcons and started the entire year and was very average and good throughout. So solid. We have Hoffrichter in. We have Riley Dixon as the Giants punter. And now we got Nolan Cooney, who could be our punter because we have a punter battle in camp with him and Blake Gillikin, as more said has gone.
0: Um, yeah, uh, Nolan Cooney. We we obviously saw him play this year. The Syracuse football team went one and eleven this year. Not uh, great. <laughs> Nolan Cooney was one of our better players. I him, mean, he, yeah. Him and Hoffrichter, Obviously, Sterling Hoffrichter probably is the better punter. Um, obviously, he's starting for the Falcons now, and Hoffrichter has an absolute boot. Yep. Um, but Cooney is 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 also a very good punter. Um, I I like you know UDFA no risk. Um, bringing him in. Um, you know, to battle out with Gilligan. I like it.
1: I like and it.
0: obviously he goes. He, I, he mean, goes he guy. So I mean, yeah, you're always gonna like
1: that. Yeah, agreed. Uh, and that brings us to the last player, a player I actually had a class with my freshman year. Um, this is a very weird one to now say I had a class with the New Orleans Saint player. It's very funky to say. Uh, someone I consider a good friend. I we chat we've chatted a few times, uh both in class, out of class. Very good dude. Uh Trill Williams. Uh DB from the Syracuse.
0: Kyle, this is a steal.
1: I am. He, Trill was graded, I believe, in a fourth to fifth round slot, very like a mid fourth round pick. And we got him as a UDFA.
0: That, I mean, that Q secondary, obviously, Cisco, uh, Ifatu Melafonwu, and Trill Williams. Our secondary was really, really
1: good. Cisco went 65, the Jaguars, the safety who was expected to go first round until he got hurt with his ACL injury. Melafonwu, mm-hmm many thought could even go the end of the first round. He dropped to 101 to the Lions, and then Williams fell. The story of this draft, based on Trill Williams, is players did not go where anyone thought they were. Because a lot of teams went safety in terms of injuries. They said, if you have a clean bill of health, we want you. Because there were so many issues they saw with JOK. So many issues with health and injury reports. So they went very safe, but we got Trill as a steal. He was our first UDFA announcement uh, maybe five, ten minutes after the draft ended mm-hmm. and over the moon about it.
0: I'm so happy with this because, I mean, obviously both of us have seen Trill play um, with Cuse and and he's just a really solid cornerback. Obviously, fourth or fifth round grade um, by most analysts, but didn't uh, get drafted. Um, makes you wonder what happened, but obviously getting him as an undrafted free agent to shore up maybe some depth uh, in our secondary, very, very happy with this. And I'll mention also Stevie Scott, um, the running back from Indiana, he's also a Syracuse, New York native. He went to Christian Brothers Academy, yeah. which is in suburban Syracuse. So we've got a lot of we've got a lot of ties now.
1: We got a lot of ties to the Saints, which is really weird. And obviously um, Latavius Murray.
0: And Latavius um, Murray is um, the
1: yep. uh, Onondaga County native. Uh love that man. Uh, a lot of connections here. Um, but I the player I'm most excited about is Trill because he is both a he we don't know where they're gonna use him yet. He could be a corner or a safety. I think are gonna use him in a Malcolm Jenkins, CJGJ kind of role of that slight safety, but not really a safety. Cause we're gonna have realistically Marcus Williams uh safety and Jenkins and then CJGJ wherever he plays mm-hmm. um in the nickel. Um but Trill could play that slot. He could try he play what CJ GJ does realistically. He's a very similar style of player, very very not violent, but just a like he plays with tenacity. He plays with a lot yeah. of energy, um, and I'm very excited to see him in a Saints uniform. Uh, I love him. He is a great pickup for us. That is, I would personally say, the steal of the draft for the Saints that we took him as UDFA. Mm-hmm. That is crazy.
0: Yeah, I agree. Um, maybe won't turn out to be the best player in this class, um, but if if he if he shows. Any sort of ability, it's a steal. Any, it's, I mean, yeah. it's a steal. I mean, um, you, uh, the Boomer Bus guys. Obviously, we talking about like they, like you know, Trill not getting drafted, going to the Saints. It's a good landing spot for him because we need depth back there. It's very exciting.
1: It is, and I actually have some numbers for those who are wondering uh, what numbers each of the Saints rookies will wear. Um, currently, the numbers they have been given. Uh, Nolan Cooney will wear 5. Kawan Baker is going to wear 14. Book will wear 16. Werner, using the new number system, is going to use number 20. Love uh, that. Love that. Adebo going to wear 29. Thompson, 31. Burrell, 32. Trill's wearing 33. Uh, shout out, Trill. Uh, Scott will be 34. Uh, Woods, 35. Smith, 58. Uh, Young will be 67. Brown, 68. Hoffman, 79. Soner uh 89 which I believe was Josh Hill's was. number. Yep. Uh and then Bronson 91 and then Peyton Turner number 98 love which that. I believe was Will Smith's number if I'm not mistaken. Um
0: and, and before we before we pivot into um uh a more broad draft discussion Josh Hill retired today.
1: He did. Uh so he
0: I I'd I personally love to see him you know sign sign a contract retire as a saint.
1: I sign a contract with Saint. Retires the Saint, and you know maybe be a coach in the Saints. Tight end coach, I wouldn't mind that. Take over for Dan Campbell who left for yep, the Lions. Yeah, I would take over for him. Yep. I wouldn't mind that. Um, overall, though, with the UDFA's, I would upgrade my B plus to an A minus. With um, the UDFA's, I'd upgrade us that letter grade because there was a lot of steals here. There I obviously would have wanted certain players that we did not get, like Emasher uh, Bebe, uh, the receiver from Illinois. Uh, the Fighting Illini. He, Josh, was is electric. He was. People thought he'd go third round, but he just fell. Mm-hmm. <laughs> um. So if the Saints had gotten him, this would have been a, a worldy of a UDFA class for the Saints. Um. Or if if they even got someone else that had fallen, there was a lot of other players that fell past the seventh round, which was kind of shocking to mm-hmm. see. Um. I know Darius Washington fell. Uh, the safety who I would have personally loved to see on the Saints. But we didn't get him. We didn't get uh, Josh. So, we, but we got Trill. We got Cooney. We got a lot of good players here. I'm very excited to see this uh, St. UFA class. Uh, I guess now it's time to move on to overall the draft in general. Um, I I quickly just want to run through the the picks we knew would happen. I think we'll say yeah. it that way. The Jags took Lawrence number one. Sh- big shocker there. Uh, the Jets took Wilson two. Big shocker there. Uh, number three is where the draft started. Trey Lance was the number three overall pick. I Am I shocked by it? No. It was rumored that the entire front office wanted Lance. Shanahan wanted Mac Jones. Mm. And uh, the every, fans wanted Justin Fields. Fans were not getting Justin Fields. Shanahan was the only one who wanted Mac Jones. The rest wanted Lance. And clearly, Lance was the consensus after discussion. And I'm not shocked by it.
0: Lance has a ton of upside. And in this 49ers oh, yeah. offense with those weapons... He could be. He could be scary. Uh, Agreed. And this, the NFC West, man, <laughs> bonkers, insane. Uh, with Lance, I mean, they've got Russell Wilson with the Seahawks, Kyler Murray with um, the, the Cardinals, Cardinals with uh, who have bolstered their team. Uh, the Rams. We'll them, yeah. The Rams are in win now mode. Um, There's and- a lot
1: that happened this draft that I'm interested to see with that West. Mm-hmm. Um, and I want to run through it a little bit faster with yeah. the next few picks because these are the ones that I mean, we kind of all predicted would happen. Uh, Kyle Pitts did end up going four to the Falcons. He did not slip like I thought he would. Uh, Jamar Chase went to the Bengals at five. They did end up going receiver and taking uh, Burrow's dude because uh, apparently Burrow fought for him and I'm not shocked by it. I'm interested to see how their line holds up though. Uh six, Jalen Waddle did go above Devontae Smith. Jalen Waddle went to the Dolphins. Again, shocked by it. Not really. It was either going to be him or Sewell who ended up going seven to the Lions, which all things considered is a steal. Absolutely. Because he is probably the best or second best player in this draft by ability. And he went seven. Uh the Lions add him and bolster that O-line, and he's going to be a monster there. Um at eight. The Panthers, who a lot thought could trade down, did not trade down. They ended up drafting a quarterback, J.C. Horn, which kind of shocked a lot of people because of him being taken over Sertan and it being at eight. It was a very big shocker, and that led into pick nine, where the Broncos took Patrick Sertan, which may have been the shock of the top ten.
0: <laughs> I, I Man, the, the two corners going eight and nine, that's not something I would have seen coming. No. At all. I think the Panthers... Um, if Sewell fell to them, they would have taken him. Obviously, um, but to, for them to take a corner. But even more surprising is the Broncos to take a corner.
1: They, they, who they signed Kyle Fuller. They signed multiple cornerbacks. They have Vic Fangio has a plethora of DBs. I now. mean,
0: <laughs> Justin Fields is still on the board.
1: They, and, and they, Justin
0: Fields. I, I they tweeted blew it. it. Justin Fields falling out of the top ten is going to make a lot of team. He's going to make a lot of teams in the top ten regret it.
1: And, and I want those teams that. Yeah. That,
0: the team he's going to make it regret the most is is Denver.
1: Yeah, Denver's going to regret it the most, and that Broncos pick screwed over the Dallas Cowboys because the Cowboys. It was kind of set in stone. They were going to go corner, I think we all knew it. They yep. needed it most. It was going to be Horn or Sertan, whichever one was there. They would take neither was there. So all of a sudden, they're sitting at ten, saying, "Well, we don't need a player right now. We can. We want Micah Parsons, but no one's going to draft him after us." So the Eagles, who wanted a wide receiver, the Giants at uh, eleven wanted a receiver as well. The Eagles said, "We're going to leapfrog the Giants, trade interdivisionally with the Cowboys, go up to twelve, go up to ten, and draft Devontae Smith." And I love that pick. I absolutely fits, love it. He fits. It not only fits, but also takes away from the Giants because it says, you didn't get the receiver you wanted. And ha also, ha ha ha. I mean,
0: the Eagles, the wide receiver is their most glaring need on that offense. Yep. Devontae Smith, um, getting taken under Chase and Waddle is going to motivate him, Oh number yeah. one. And number two, he's going to want to prove people wrong about his size. And his size obviously can be an issue, but I think this guy has the tools. A great pick by the Eagles.
1: Agreed. And then because the Eagles traded up, all of a sudden, pick 11 became available. And this became... All of a sudden, A, who's going to trade up for Justin Fields sweepstakes? And the team that did it, and very clearly, the GM and coach do not care about their jobs because if this does not work out, they are fired. It was the Chicago Bears. They finally have a quarterback. They traded up and took Justin Fields, who I think is their day one starter.
0: My favorite pick of the first round. I think get going up to yeah. get Justin Fields, Bears fans are going to be really happy with that. That they, they took the initiative to go up and get him, first of all. And the fact that he fell out of the top 10 um, as the fourth best quarterback in the draft, uh, he's my QB too. I think people are um, – the Justin Fields hate or discourse sort of uh, – in the last couple weeks before the draft, people were saying, oh, Lance will go over him. Oh, Jones will go over him. Um, Wilson was sort of a given at number two. Yeah. Um. So, yeah.
1: Yeah, it was that was a given. 12, the Cowboys, as I said, they knew they wanted Parsons at that point. They took Micah Parsons at 12, uh, who wanted to go to Dallas, and there was a beautiful video today in the NFL about it. Um, Chargers got my steal of the first round, which is uh, Rashawn Slater falling to 13. Uh, he, I mean, all of a sudden, Corey Lindsley and Rashawn Slater are in front of Justin Herbert. Herbert's going to have all day now, mm-hmm. and he's got talent everywhere. This is a very scary Chargers team in a very scary division. Uh, and then the Jets traded up and took Vera Tucker, a need they had. Mac Jones went to the Patriots to 15 like a lot of us thought he would originally before the 49ers stuff started coming out, Mm -hmm. so that was a given pick. Uh, Zayvon Collins went 16. Probably the surprise of the first round above even the Saints pick was Alec Leatherwood going 17 of the Raiders. Um, Again, Gruden being Gruden did a a weird— everyone knew they'd do something funky. We didn't know what, but that was it. Jalen Phillips went 18 to Miami. Uh, Jamin Davis went 19 to Washington. That was a shocker, too. Uh, Kadarius Toney went to the Giants at 20 after they traded down and took him. Quidi Pei to the Colts. Uh, Farley, cornerback wanted to the Titans, 22. Darisaw fell all the way to 23 to the Vikings. Uh, then the run of running backs, I guess. Uh, the Steelers took Najee at 24. Jaguars took Etienne at 25. Uh, the Browns broke our hearts and took Greg Newsome at 26, which is also an amazing pick for them because they needed Q- they needed CB2 because Greedy is hurt, so he fits that slot perfectly. They now have CB2. Ravens drafted a much-needed receiver with Rashad Bateman. Saints, we already discussed, took Turner. Packers took Eric Stokes, did not go Elijah Moore or any receivers for Aaron Rodgers, which was a whole fiasco over the weekend. We won't break down now. Uh, then... The run of DE's happened. The Bills took Gregory Rousseau. Ravens uh, took Jason Owe. Uh, and the Tampa Bay Buccaneers took another shocker with Joe Tryon, who was not graded that high, but I guess they took him that high. They like him. So it is lot, what it is. A lot of
0: people had Tryon mocked at 32. So, I mean, the first round, um, I already said my favorite pick was Justin Fields. My least favorite pick is Travis Etienne. Come
1: on. I mean, that's your least favorite pick. Mine is, is Leatherwood. I mean, It has to be. <laughs>
0: You you have James Robinson, someone who was so good for you last year. Now you've got Lawrence there, and Robinson is a good receiving back. Obviously, the storyline is you're going to reunite uh, Trevor Lawrence or Travis Etienne. You have so many other team needs that you take that over a storyline. You take that over a reunion.
1: I would not I, that, be shocked if Robinson is traded before the before the season starts. And I would not be shocked. I wouldn't blame
0: him. I wouldn't blame him for wanting out. I mean, he put up some great numbers last year. Maybe it's not sustainable. Maybe they see that. Maybe they see ETN as a better as a better prospect. I like ETN as a running back, just not at twenty-five to the same team that had the number one pick that could have bolstered some other areas that there were very talented players available. That's easily my worst pick of the first
1: round. And what I want to check into this is that I was shocked that the Saints did not try and trade a twenty-five to try and get Greg Newsom at that point. Because mm-hmm. so the rumor the entire weekend, which we tweeted out about I tweeted a humongous uh f- thread about it was the saints trying to trade up into the draft somewhere that the rumor was top 10 somewhere for a corner because clearly they knew Panthers and Broncos were going corner. So they needed to get into the top eight. As soon as Denver, as soon as Detroit saw Sewell fall, they wanted him. They knew it. If he did, if Sewell did not fall, I think they would have considered trading down somewhere in the mm-hmm. first round, but he did not fall. So they took him at eight. The Panthers clearly wanted horn. They're not going to trade with the saints to get, let them get the player they want. They took him. Sertan, which the Broncos, I guess, wanted the most, so they took him. And all of a sudden, on 10, 11, 12, and 14 all traded. Yeah. So trades happened. Uh, Chargers at 13 wanted Slater. They got Slater. They were not trading that pick. All of a sudden, it leads to 15, where the rumor was the Saints could have traded up into the top 14 to get Mac Jones, maybe, as a quarterback, which I would have hated. They couldn't go to 15 because Mac Jones was taken. The Patriots wanted him. And then there was a rumor they had a trade in place at 16 that if Mac Jones fell, they would have traded up and taken him at 16 with the Cardinals. He did not fall. Saints did not trade it for that pick. All of a sudden, my theory of the Saints are going to trade up to somewhere in the 15 to 20 range, came a possibility. Maybe they trade with the Raiders, and the Raiders take Leatherwood at 28. The Saints take Newsom or Farley at, at uh, 17. Didn't happen. Saints all of a sudden fell all the way at 28 and took Turner. Which was a very strange one. I obviously we discussed this already. We wanted corner. Didn't get corner. Um, so I now want to go through and just give me your top. We'll do top draft class and worst draft draft class. We'll do top one and top and bottom one.
0: Oh, uh, top one.
1: If you were to pick one, who what would you take? I know who I'm going draft class wise at one, which I'm going the Cleveland Browns. They had themselves a draft. I will put it that way. That taking Newsom, great pick for them. Taking JOK, who people graded at a first-round pick middle, and that fell because of health conditions, great pick. Anthony Schwartz, the track runner as a receiver, great pick. He's another player to add to that weapon, Arsenal. James Hudson's a good pick. Togi is a good pick. Fields is good. Makunte and Felton, also awesome. Andrew Berry crushed this out of the draft. He he dominated this draft.
0: Um, That's my pick, too. I think they had a fantastic draft. Newsom at 26, not really a steal but a really really good pick. JOK at 20 at 52 is a steal. Um because I mean they have confidence that maybe they can overcome that that condition. We hope he's okay. But Anthony Schwartz for me, the the literally uh, like an Olympic sprinter.
1: Yeah, I mean, he, 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 yeah, he is. He is fast. Is it four two four or 4 2 something, I he's believe? He's a burner.
0: I think he runs a 100 100 meter dash. Sanity. Um, and obviously, getting um, getting your guys in the trenches with James Hudson and Tommy Togi. Great picks. Um, I mean, close, close second would be Chicago. Because I'll say uh,
1: Chicago uh, and Minnesota I, I as love, I'd shout out. I
0: love the Justin Fields pick. Again, I love the Justin Fields pick. And, and their next two picks were offensive tackles.
1: Yeah, Tevin I mean, Jenkins, it was I a mean, solid choice. I
0: mean,
1: um, People thought the Raiders guys, would take Jenkins at 17, yeah, and they exactly. did it. <laughs> yeah.
0: And then again, just because of the Sewell pick, the Lions draft was really
1: good. Yeah, and they Just got Emmanuel Fournu fell. Yeah, they got uh, Ross, Levely, they got uh, Orosurike. Mm-hmm. They they had a good draft, and also yep. the Vikings, the entire NFC North bar the Packers bar had a good Packers. draft.
0: The Packers, the Packers were the big losers of this
1: draft. They they lost big time. Um, but the Vikings as well with Darisaw, Kellen Mond is really interesting to me. I like that a lot. Mm-hmm. Um, Wyatt Davis, Chaz Surratt, uh Jones, and Wu. They had a lot of good picks. Um, this draft was interesting. We hopefully will be having a guest on next week um, to discuss the Saints roster construction and who we think we're going to try and sign. Possibly another corner, maybe. Uh, Casey Hayward signed with the Raiders, so they're off the board for Richard Sherman. Maybe we sign him as well as, a, as bringing him in with a Debo. Who knows? Um, but overall, I'd say a good draft from the Saints. Um, a lot of shockers from non-Saints. There was a lot of rumors with the Saints, but not a lot happened. Um, but overall, I'd say a solid draft for us. I think you could say the same.
0: I think so too. Yeah. Yeah. I'm I'm um I could be happier, but agreed. Um obviously neither of us are scouts, neither of us are employed by an NFL team, so we're not gonna know um how these players turn out until they get on the football field. So agreed. Um obviously I have confidence in Mickey Loomis and Sean Payton and our scouts. Um very excited to see how we line up next year. Um, especially obviously the quarterback position at wideout in the secondary. At edge with the pick of Peyton Turner, we'll we'll have a full breakdown of you know our, our roster breakdown where we think there are still holes that we could fill. Um, but overall, I think this draft was better than some people made it out to be. Agreed. I don't think it's padded.
1: you made it out to be bad.
0: <laughs> I, B is not a bad.
1: Draft. I talked you into a lot of these picks. You sort of <laughs> specifically Ian Book. <laughs> I'll give you
0: credit, but I mean I still don't like that pick. But I think um, obviously. Most Saints fans were pushing the panic button yeah. on sixth-round picks, and there's no need to. There's not. Um. So, you know, that's every fan base. But still excited to see where we go from here, excited for the offseason. Um, that's all I got.
1: Yeah, same here. Make sure to check us out on Twitter at Pod. We will have a lot of interesting Saints news coming out over the next two weeks, obviously. The schedule comes out next week, which we'll discuss, Um. and we'll break down uh, hopefully with a special guest, actually. Um, we will not announce now. We'll save that till we get a confirmation. Uh, he's a very special guest. will come on the episode to discuss with us the Saints roster construction and exactly how it's going to work for us. So for myself, from Arjun, thank you for listening to episode 27.1, part one. Uh, make sure to show episode 27, part two, where we discuss all things Arsenal, Champions of the Europa League, et cetera. Uh, from us here, thanks for listening. We will see you all next week.